Hey there, you're listening to the Faithful Business Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schramm, and I bring over a decade of experience owning, running, and growing Christian organizations. And in this podcast, I want to help you become a more effective leader for Christ and serve your clients and customers well. Welcome to the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome into another episode of the Faithful Business Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here and to share something with you that has been on my mind and on my heart ever since the last time uh, we started a new quarter. So, of course, October started the fourth quarter of the year. And in the days leading up to the beginning of October, I was starting to have a little bit of a frustration specifically with something that really only a Christian faith-filled business owner is going to run into. So I wrote it down as something that I wanted to share with you and talk with you about. And I'm telling you, these days just move so fast. Here we are almost through November, getting ready to to come through uh, December and then into January. And it's, it, it's time to start paying attention to our goal setting yet again, because the new year is starting and we will be looking at quarter one of 2022. And with all of those things in mind, I wanted to share a specific problem that I have, and maybe it's something that you have dealt with as well. I want to share with you um, how I am dealing with it, how I've chosen to deal with it, and um, the direction that it is um, causing in my life. So the the tension, the problem that I'm experiencing is with the idea of achievement and goal setting. Now, let me back up. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with uh, goal setting by itself. I have no problem with that. If you're somebody who loves to set goals and um, achieve things in your life, I'm excited about that. I have been that way for a long time. I specifically like to use uh, Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. I've been a subscriber to the Full Focus Planner um, for quite some time now. I did take a break um, at the beginning of this year. And then I, about halfway through, I decided to get back on because I just really love working with the Full Focus Planner. It helps me plan my days well. And uh, if, you're, if you've ever looked at any of Michael's material or, or, or interacted with it, um, one of the, the keystone ideas that he works with is this concept of distilling your dreams into daily actions. And what he means by that is that you need to have uh, goals, um, seven to 10 goals that you set for the entire year. And then those goals, three to four at a, at a time, get distilled down into things that you should focus on in any particular quarter, right? In any one of the four quarters, you should only have three to four goals that you're working for. And then within the context of those three to four goals, you're working on literally doing the practical day to day and week by week work to achieve and accomplish those goals. And so the system itself, if you're if you're bought into it, again, makes a lot of sense. And I've been bought into it for quite a few years now. And then this year has just uh, really taught me something about business that I thought I understood, as again, specifically as a Christian business owner, um, that I am realizing now that I, I didn't really understand well before. And, and here's what it is, especially and I want to be careful here not to offend anybody, but especially as a theologically careful um, business owner. I think a lot of the uh, people who are touted, again, that's one reason I do this podcast, because I think a lot of people who are in the Christian business entrepreneurship, thought leadership space, um, 
I, I think they're not necessarily being very theologically careful when they are teaching what they're teaching and things of that nature. And so I always want to be um, sensitive to that. And the the problem that I faced is that that I the way I'm approaching my business is is not not from a position of you know hands off um, you know like I'm I'm not making the decisions and, and creating the goals and things like that because because I am but I'm also very heavily influenced by um, Basecamp's philosophy of goal setting which is that they don't set goals uh, at all. And and what they do is they show up to work every day and just try to do the very best job that they can and, and let the the chips fall where they may in terms of growth and new initiatives and what works and, and what doesn't work. It's 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 not very structured in terms of goal setting. And um while that may seem really difficult to even comprehend for some people. It really resonates with me because as a Christian, I really do operate with a cognitive awareness that God is the pilot of this business. I'm merely the co-pilot. He just lets me take the wheel every once in a while. But this business is under the sovereignty and leadership of of the Lord. And now, again, again, I am not promoting some sort of hands-off idea. Of course, we have free will. We have responsibilities to our family, to our clients, to our customers, to our business itself. Okay, there are all of these factors, all of these variables, and of course, they all matter. Um, but it, it, but we we can't ignore the fact that um, a lot of times in business, some of the best things just happen. They're not planned for. And and so what I started to notice was, this is what first kind of tuned me into this uh, thinking, was that every time at the beginning of the year when I would write down my goals for the next year, I so often found that what my, uh, what my stated goals were did not end up coming to pass. Some of them I never even got to work on. And what I came to realize was that I was making arbitrary goals about things that weren't uh, the proper focus for where I needed and wanted to be. Because the reality is, as I sit here before you today, my and I'm just being honest with you, my business is in the best place it's ever been. And a lot of those things, there, there are one reason that my business right now is in the best place it's ever been is because of something that happened and a decision that I I, I made and, and just a thought that I had randomly, like way back in the beginning of, um, uh, I guess it was maybe August or September. Maybe it was maybe it was August, and and I that idea wasn't even an inkling in, in December of last year when I was first thinking about my goals for. 2021. And so that incongruency was really something that I was struggling with. And I was thinking, well, how can I decide what my goals are going to be three, four, five, six, or even 10 to 12 months in advance? That really seems like an unrealistic sort of thing that I should be uh, doing and, and shooting for. But of course, I am still achievement and goal oriented. And so I was like, well, you know, what is it that I could do to make it to where I'm showing up with a focused disposition? I'm doing the right work every day. I'm doing good work every day. I'm still trying to achieve milestones in in my life. What I what I started to realize was this. I started to realize that my my goals were 
were trying to turn me into someone without stating that. So in other words, I was trying to think about the person I wanted to become. And then my goals were, th- were things that would, um, I thought, be things that led to becoming that kind of person. And so what I decided to do was, well, what if instead of that, I just reworked the whole concept, the whole idea of what it means for me in my life and in my business to have a goal? What would a goal like that work like and what would it look like? Well, um, there was kind of a midway point in between what I ended up on and that thought that I had. And that was, okay, well, maybe I'll just um, latch on to what Michael Hyatt calls a habit goal. So if you're in the full focus planner system, in the Michael Hyatt system of things, you have achievement goals versus habit goals. And so achievement goals are like what they sound like when you achieve a specific goal. Maybe you launch a product or you, um, in my space of web design, maybe we launch a website for somebody or something like that. That would be an achievement kind of goal. Now, the other kind of goal is a habit goal. So thinking practically as a Christian, again, it might be something like reading your Bible every day would be a habit goal because you want to become a sort of person. And so habit goals, if you've read any of these books, The Power of Habit or Atomic Habits, books like this, um, they all speak about this kind of thing where you're, you're, you're really, even achievement goals that you're trying to come up with can be distilled into, into habits. I wanted to go... Uh, A little bit further than that, though, one step further than that, because I thought, well, some of these things are going to be realized through habit, but that still doesn't really capture what I want to be the goal. So I came up with this concept of a a life pattern goal, a life pattern goal. And so what I decided to do, instead of having the traditional achievement goals or even the more um, modern sounding habit goal, I decided to work on putting together these life pattern goals. And and what they would be is because one of the problems that I had with the concept of a habit goal was that habits uh, come attached to this concept called streaks. And with a streak, and again, you can even track these things inside of the full focus planner that I use. Um, Any of the apps that you have that help you establish new habits, they are really focused on you hitting these uh, streaks. And, And streaks are a good thing, except they do something psychological to you that I don't like. And what it is, it's like if you go for six days, let's say your goal is to do something for seven days a week. And and you do it for six days a week and you don't get that final checkbox. There's something wrong because what's wrong is now in your mind, psychologically, you have failed that goal. You failed. And, and, and that's a problem because you didn't fail. You did the right thing nine times out of 10, right? Six days out of seven, you did the right thing. And yet all you can think about in your mind is how you failed for that week because you didn't check the seventh one. And uh, friends, to me, that is a miserable way to think about anything, to think about life, to think about goals, to think about achievements, to think about habits. It's just, it's just bad. I want to encourage myself to do a better job. I don't want to be focusing on where I fall short. Of course, we do need to focus on where we fall short at times in order to make sure that we're doing well, but we can check in with ourselves, right? But if we're trying to do this mechanical thing every single day, that to me is is no fun. It just takes every 
you know, inkling of even wanting to do it um, out of it for me. I just don't want anything to do with that. So I decided on this concept of a life pattern goal where my goals would literally be um, statements of the kind of person that I wanted to be and I wanted to become. And as I evaluate every quarter and um, again, as I go forward with this at the beginning of every year, end of every year, it's going to be really easy to tell, well, where have I fallen short on becoming this kind of person? How have I fallen short on becoming this kind of person? Or how have I excelled? What have I done really well at becoming this kind of person? Now, uh, I'm hesitant to give you my own uh, personal goals that I decided on here only because I don't think you should necessarily copy me, but um, because everybody should really be doing this uniquely for you, what you've decided that, that your values are and, and how you should um, decide to be. Uh, nevertheless, against my better judgment, I am going to give you these examples only because I feel as though this might be a little esoteric or a little you know ethereal without you having a reference point for the kinds of goals that I am talking about. So I'm, I'm going to tell you what mine are with the very strong and strict qualification that yours need not necessarily sound or be anything at all like mine. Does that sound good? All right, so here we go. I'm just going to start down the list. I have seven of them. And, you know, sadly, I just don't do very well at all of these yet, but that's the whole point. I want to become this kind of person. It's not that I am this kind of person now. I want to become this kind of person. And some of these I've done pretty good at, others I have not. Uh, number one is uh, show up, show up. And again, I, I guess I want to go ahead and just at least read the little statement that I gave for each one too. I wasn't going to do that, but I think I, I will go ahead and do that. So the first one is show up. And so this one is to work at least five hours on most weekdays so that I stay productive and don't fall behind. Now, some of you are saying, oh my goodness, he has to make a goal to work at least five hours. Well, look, here's the thing. Like, um, in this self-employed lifestyle, and I, I don't want I don't want to change it too much here, but in this self-employed lifestyle, it's actually this this balance between working enough and, and not working uh, enough, et cetera. So uh, yes, I want to work somewhere between five and six hours a day so that I stay productive, don't fall behind in the time that I'm working, and uh, yet I'm able to spend adequate time with my family. Respond fast is the second one. And this is to improve response time to messages so that people see me as dependable. Right. So the problem that I tend to have is not responding to people. I, I leave my messages unread so that I won't forget to go back and do them. And then a week or a month or whatever later, I've totally forgotten about it. So I, I want to respond fast to messages. I want people to see me as being dependable. Uh, the next one here is to accumulate cash, prioritize saving to ensure future financial stability. That one's fairly self-explanatory. The next one is to choose health. So that is eat keto, take walks, sleep adequately, and make decisions that promote focus for maximum performance. So whenever I'm faced with a decision, I want to choose health in that moment. If the if the decision is to stay up till four o'clock in the morning and watch 24, like me and my wife did the other night, arguably that was not the healthiest for my body, but it was very healthy for my relationship. And so I think I still won there. It wasn't really fun too. Um, so there's an idea, right? Choose health. Another one here is the rule of life. If you've never heard of that, the rule of life is an ancient Christian uh, practice. It's basically a, a more um, official way to add a little bit of liturgy to your day that is is not you know as as strict as becoming like a like a Roman Catholic or something like that. It's a way to add structure to your Bible reading and prayer time, etc. That is really still friendly to a, a Protestant approach to uh, the faith and evangelical approach to the faith. So uh, the rule of life uh, for me is to put God first in all things to stay spiritually 
healthy. And so this, again, is going to involve things like waking up on time, reading my Bible, uh, you know, every morning and, and saying, you know, having a time of prayer every morning, even if it's only, you know, five minutes, something like that. Okay. The next one is to do on work, do on work. Okay. And this means spend at least 30 minutes per week reflecting on my business to continually feed growth. And I am I uh, will expand on this in a future episode. I actually came up with another framework I'm calling SOAR for this, S-O-A-R, which I will explain at that time. Uh, but it's something that helps me make sure that I'm spending at least some time every week, not just working in the business, servicing clients, and et cetera, but, but actually working on the business and uh, having some time to strategize and, and take the steps to grow the business well and doing it in a more let me go ahead and expand on this real quick because, um, again, you might be thinking, well, if you never set goals, like what's this all about? Uh, again, the idea is because I don't set goals, I need to be spending time intentionally as I'm going to be noticing, right? To slow down, notice what's working, what's not working, um, and make decisions based on those things. So this helps me in the absence of achievement goals. This helps me make sure that my business is staying focused and I'm doing the right things on a regular basis. For example, today I spent about the 30 minute period of time, uh, 30 to 40 minutes actually working on bringing in some help with project management in my business. And so I'm looking at hiring a guy for that. And so I'm hoping that's going to turn out. So that's just an example of a way to spend some time doing on work in your business. So I don't want to be somebody who's overworked to doing client work all the time. I want to have the freedom and the time to be able to work on my business. And ironically, um, that was part of the reason why I'm looking at hiring somebody to help with project management so that I can spend actually more time doing this on work than I currently get to. And then the final and arguably, um, most important one is that hero dad, hero dad. Um, I want to go out of my way to provide a safe, fun, and godly environment for my family so that we will have a peaceful home. Let me read it again because it's important. I want to go out of my way to provide a safe, fun, and godly environment for my family so that we will have a peaceful home. If there is one I fail at more than any of the others, it is probably this one. But I am working on it because I really do want that. I want to have a peaceful home. I want to have the respect and the adoration of my kids. I want to be a supportive husband for my wife who who works so hard and does so much to to take care of our family. And so there are things entailed in this, like like setting work boundaries and speaking positively about my children and um, preparing our environment here at home, doing a better job of of taking care of the the environment, the house, and everything here. And so I'm really working on those things, and um, it's going well so far. But but I need to do better anyway. So there's a snapshot, there's an idea of the the kind of things that a life pattern goal uh, could at least could look like in your life and in your uh, business. It's more about becoming the kind of person that you need to be. And I think this is consistent with a biblical. Uh, outlook on on goal setting and and achievement. You're ultimately trying to become a person who is a particular way, set apart from the world, and who who does life and does work and does business differently. And I think this really goes towards helping with that goal. All right. I hope you found this useful. Much longer episode than we normally have here on the podcast, but I did want to share that with you, and I hope it's something that you find useful in your life and in your business. God bless you. If you are someone who needs help with marketing in your business, that's specifically where you're at. I would invite you to go check out our marketing for the rest of us podcast. That's all we spend time on on that show is talking about marketing and how to take your business from where you are right now to get it to the next level. If you're interested in that, I would highly encourage you to go check out that podcast as well. And we'll see you over there. God bless and we'll catch you next week.